Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. B1039's Tapping In with Gary Spivey. Want to connect with someone who's passed on? Call up at 239-765-1039. We now return live to B1039's Tapping In with Gary Spivey, the host of Tapping In, Big Mama. We are... Back at 20 minutes till 9 o'clock on the number one hit music station, B1039. Let's go ahead and get Gary back on the phone with us right now. Right here. Gary, great to have you back. Let's go ahead and grab somebody here. Uh, Lisa with the most... The question that I can't believe she's asking. Let's go to Lisa. Lisa, you're on the air. What's your question for Psychic Gary Spivey? Um, Gary, I'd like to know if my relationship of 20 years is going to end this year because it's been a really rough time. And I feel no love in the relationship anymore. Yeah, neither do I. And, um, yeah. you know, I think you've already got your ending planned, don't you? I'm still debating on what well, I want to do like, because we have some children. Right. I think if you wrote everything down, you would figure out that you already have it planned. And so... Uh, you've thought about how to do it, what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. I mean, you're, you're already there in your head. Do you not know this? Yes. But am I doing the yet? right thing? What? Am I doing the right thing? Well, my point is uh, you've already got it all planned out in your head. The only thing you haven't done is physically leave. You you emotionally left two years ago. Does that make sense? No, because I it doesn't really make any sense. Because I'm going to love this person no matter what, whether we're together yeah. or not. Yeah, I hear. I think you'll love them, but you're not really in love because you don't like them. I think on a scale of one to ten, you like him a negative seventeen, <laughs> which means you really hate him. And on a scale of one to ten, you love him as a human being an eight, and I think you're passionately in love with him um, a nine. So you're you're in love. You love but you hate him as far as liking him. You really dislike him. And so he's got to, you know, that number can't be that big, and, and the relationship it will just be a real fight every day. And so you guys just kind of, you know, go crazy all the time, right? Well, we've stopped fighting now completely. We don't because you stopped talk. communicating completely, it feels like. Talk. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big mess. Believe it or not, <clears throat> if you did go to a, a counselor, uh, and I think if you put someone in between you, like a marriage counselor, I believe you could work through it. But I don't think you're going to do it on your own. So that would be my vote. Sometimes I tell people that a counselor in the middle is a good thing. And in your case, it would be almost like a referee. And so, but I, I feel like if you do that, that you'll be able to get through your process. Your process is messed up. His is messed up. And so, um, and he's incredibly difficult. And so, but however, I don't think he wants to lose his family, and <clears throat> I don't think you do either. But I think you're gonna if you don't do something very different. So I would do the counselor in between, and I think you guys could make it. That would be my my vision. Okay. Is someone else in the picture? Is there, does he have someone else? No, no. He's just uh, he's just out just of making his, me believe he, that. Yeah, he's just out of it, you know, emotionally. He's just he just feels like he's just gave up, you know. <laughs> Gary, we're, we're, could he be out of it because she's out of it? I mean, like from a man's point of view. First off, how old are your kids if you don't mind me asking, Lisa? 11 and 19. Is 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 he out of it because she seems to be checked out of this relationship, which could yeah, totally make out. him check you out. Know, she seems to be in my mind she's checked out already and planned her exit. And so, and it seems like a news flash, you know, for for her. Um, but but I see she's already got it planned out, and so um, he feels, you know, he feels afraid, he feels vulnerable. 
Uh, he's got a, an ego. He's sort of got a male ego, you know, so he, he can be tough and, and stuff. But, but uh, uh, this could work out, but they have to definitely plan their process uh, the way they do things. They process things really, you know, it's a mess. And so you have to learn how to be functional. There's a big word. And so, but you can learn how to be functional if you go and with, uh, you know, couples counseling. It really does work sometimes for some people because when you guys can't figure it out yourself, you put somebody in between and I think they can figure it out. And, uh, but you both have to be willing to do that. Okay, Gary. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you very much. At Good 20 luck. years, you might be past the point of no return and no refund. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope not. All right. All right. I'll see you later. Go to counseling. There you go. Thank you. Like, oh, I got Carrie now. Carrie's on the phone. Carrie, go ahead. What's Good your morning. question for Gary Spivey? Good morning, Gary. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Huh. Um, my question is, it's the guy that I'm dating, uh, we've been dating for a couple of months, but I'm just wanting to know if he's really uh, feeling the same way as me and if this is the one. He's amazing. Yeah. He, he I is. know he is. He's, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you have yes. to doubt anything. Just realize you're home. That's what I hear. This is this is so great. Do you I mean, see us getting married, or I think you, yeah, I think you. I see. A, I get a vision of a front porch and two old people and rocking chairs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, think, I think he's wow. Your and fourteen kids. Yeah. Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. and so, no, he's your he's your guy. He's great, perfect, soulmate, he's, all together. He's absolutely perfect. Yeah, you are too. Great for each other. Oh, Did you perfect. call in just to brag him up? Because it seems like you already knew no. the answer to the question before you asked it. <laughs> well, I knew he was amazing. We we actually went to high school together, and we kind of reunited. Wow. Uh, You're one of the nine percenters. You know what I call the nine percenters, right? People that went to yeah. high school that fell in love. He's like my ninth grade crush. There you, go. there you go. All right. Well, thank you very much for your phone call. Thank you, Gary. All right, bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, Gary, it seems like 8 out of 10 uh, women want to know if they're right with their soulmates. Is there something that they can do by themselves just to, to you know, solidify the answers? Because, I mean, that girl knew before she even answered that question. Yeah, what? you can. Well, everybody has angels, and really, you know, like uh, in the in the live shows, you know, I teach people how to get in touch with their angels. And... Um, it's really simple. All you got to do is just look up and say the word angel, and uh, you say the word God. Am I with the person I'm supposed to be with? And you, am I with my soulmate? And you'll feel slightly warm, and you'll you'll feel a little bit of warms and tingles. And if you don't feel warms and tingles, no, you're probably not because you don't have the connection, or you certainly need to work on it. What if I feel but, ice cold? Uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> 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 All right, well, go ahead, Babs. Gary, can you tell me if I'm with my soulmate? Oh, come on, Babs. Well, I want to know. Want? Just do what he just I said. I have one, Gary. Oh, <laughs> Don't <okay>. play nice. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, I think you're missed. You're with, oh, Lord. I, I, I got it, and it's more like I got Webster's Dictionary downloaded <laughs> in my head. Too much information. And so um, you could be. Yeah, yeah, you could be with your soulmate. Have you tightened it up a little bit? Just rough patch right now. Right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Lydia from Fort Myers, you're on the air. What's your question for Gary Spivey? Hi, my name is Lydia, and I want to know if my husband is telling me is still lying to me. No. No, he's not lying to you. So he's is, being honest to me, and he's really sorry for what he did? Yeah, he's really sorry He's for what he did. He's sorry for getting caught. He's sorry for a lot of things. But he uh, he's not um, he's not lying now, So if that's the question. So stop accusing him of lying still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, so, um, you, you, you made a believer out of him. That we can move, <laughs> do you think that we can move on from here? I think so, because I think you're wonderful. I think you're good with forgiving, um, and I think you really do love him, and I think he woke up and realized that, that he really loves you. Sometimes, you know, in a relationship, you know, people run astray, and then they have to check themselves, and they actually wake up. And so I think this is a case of that. I think that sometimes you would ignore him, and I, you know, a little bit, uh, and um, I don't think you were aware you were doing that. But did you become aware? Yeah, I'm... I'm... Yeah, I tend to close off sometimes when things happen, so. Lydia, are you on drugs? I'm sick. Oh, you're sick. All right, just check it. Okay. 
and so but but it, it feels like to me that you can work right on through that's what i think you know i think you woke up he woke up you're both awake at the same time nice and so i think you'll work through it that's what i think and i don't think he's lying okay all right, thanks for your phone call. Last call we got here is Sharon. Uh, marriage question on our relationship week here. Go ahead. What is your last question that we have for Gary? Go ahead. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. Um, a big mama and a wild bunch. Um, my question. Sorry. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to find out. Um, my husband cheated on me a long time ago, prior to us being even married, and I'm just never. I think the the longer I stayed with him, I just kind of started hating him more. And now it's yeah. to the point where we, I kind of, I love him, but I hate him a lot. And right. I think the same of him. I think he can't stand me either because I'm kind of horrible, I think. But I want to know, kinda? will I move on from this? Will we last? Uh, I think it's almost too little too late. I think that you've been so uh, rough on him that he's about turned off to you. And so you've, you've almost ran him off, so to speak. You think so too, right? Mm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, no big deal, right? So do you think we'll, should we just separate? He just said uh, you ran well, him off. It, yeah. Do you want to separate? Uh, I no, I mean, we have I kids can, I, can answer, I, can, I can answer that for you. You don't want to separate at all. You just want to, to beat him up because you beat him up for the whole thing, you know? And yeah, so, pretty much. And that process don't work anymore because now he's going to dump you. And really, that's where you are oh. with this. So you have one choice. Uh, you have to check the box that says stop beating him up, trust him, love him, like him. And here's a crazy concept. Spoil him and be oh. nice to him. Oh. What? Spoil what? him. you got to spoil him. Treat him really okay. good. Okay, okay. All women listening, if you are doubting whether or not your man is into you, spoil him and watch him be into you. You have probably not been spoiling him, but on a side note, all you women should be spoiled too, so I'll let that be known as well, but spoil each other in a relationship. Uh, Throw it, and if you can't do it monetarily-wise, do it emotionally. Throw some romance into it. You you can't beat him in, and that means like, you know, cooking him dinner, rubbing his shoulders, whatever else goes along with that. You know, oh, okay. He, okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to show him. When's the last time you tried to spoil him? Oh, my gosh. 1986. Just 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. Well, he should have left, you know, left you nine years ago. Oh, my. You know, wow, that's hard. Oh my. Thanks, Wait. Gary. This is, all right. Yeah. Thank you very much for your phone call. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. You know, I, I say this during the uh, man panel, but in case we don't have those same people listening right now, Gary, before we wrap up here, ladies and gentlemen out there listening, if you, you know what? Relationships are like having a pet, all right? Either way you go. You got to love it. You got to nurture it. You got to feed it. You got to treat it right, and it'll stay loyal to you and never leave your yard. If you turn your back on it and don't feed it and don't nourish it and don't love it, it'll turn around and jump the fence and go somewhere else. Guy or girl, I don't care which way you go with it, that will happen, all right? That'll happen. Gary, I got to tell you, thank you very much. We tried something new here going all relationships. Next week, I want to go all talking to the people on the other side. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. And uh, once again, thank you very much for coming to town to visit us and having a great time. I wish I, I wanted to have lunch with you before you left uh, the day after, but I'm sure it was a late start for you guys because we didn't get into like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was great. I had a ball. I mean, I had so much fun. The casino was wonderful. You guys were great. The The crowd was just more than spectacular. I mean, I had such a good time. Thanks to everybody. Now, have you seen Jason since being back? No, I, th- I don't know where he is. I think he's still down there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you found a little love to show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Gary. Well, if you'd like to get on Gary when he's not here, it's 1-800-827-GARY. On his website at GarySpivey.com. Hey, Gary, if people want to email you directly, what's the email to dire- email you? Uh, well, you go to GarySpivey.com, and there's a place right there to uh, to email me. Okay, so that's, that's awesome. That's where you do it. And also, there's a great picture of the at the show. Uh, there was a, a really special spiritual gift that came came down, and everybody had their hands in the air projecting this special love and light and this this great vibe. And so you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Gary Spivey, and you you can um, uh, check out this photo. It's really it's it's a it gives you a, a magical high when you look at this uh, this photograph. It actually would be a good screensaver because. It, it projects the, just the most ultimate light, and so it's very healing to uh, 
to see the photo. So there we are. I'm going to go check out the photo. I haven't seen it yet. And yeah. I follow you on Twitter, damn it. I got to go look. All right. Yeah, there we are. All right, Gary, you have a great day. All right, my friend. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Thanks man. Wrapping up Psychic Tuesday right there. That's awesome. Always love having Gary on the show here. The Dave Ryan Show continues. Do you ever get sick, Gary? I don't think I've ever known you in the 15 yeah. or so years I've known you to ever get sick. Do you get sick, Gary? Well, you know, rarely, very, very rarely. And, and, and because if you have a lot of light in your body, yeah. uh, illness comes from dark energies. And so if you have a lot of light, usually you don't get sick. That's good to know. Are there some people that tend to get sick more often? There's people who are legitimately sick. I mean, they're born just kind of like, I feel bad for like my brother. He was sickly his entire childhood, and it wasn't because he was like, had it was a negative thinker. But I mean, there are some people who are adults that could be a lot healthier if they just thought more positively instead Uh, of thinking about how sick they are all the time. Yeah, absolutely. These days, uh, people have to be very careful because they can get sick from their energy, and, and they do a lot of times. And they can also get sick by an association of another person's energy that's in their world, a spouse, a, you know, some, a family member, a, a co-worker. Uh, but other people's energy can also make you physically ill as well as yours can. So it's really important to think positive and meditate a little bit, and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Stay away from negative people. Yeah, so. Well, or either fix them. You know, here's what happens. Here's the rule of thumb. Uh, if I'm around a negative person, I will feel all that negative negative energy, as most people do these yeah. days. Everybody's yep. empathic. You'll feel it. Uh, if you feel it, that actually means you have the spiritual gifts to fix it. If you don't fix it, you get it. So it works that way. So rather than just, you know, exile and get away from everybody negative, uh, that's one way. If you don't have the spiritual gifts to fix it, run. You know, don't run. Yeah. Get but away. If do, but if you do, fix it, because otherwise you'll get it, and you'll end up being them. You turn into them. Uh, so that would be awful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's what we want to do. We want to help you out with questions for Gary Spivey. You can call us at 651-989-KDWB. I'm going to help you decide on how to ask a question, because every time we do this, we, we know there's a lot of people who've never listened to Gary before, and there's certain questions that we just don't do. We don't do, when will I get pregnant? We don't do broad questions like, tell me about myself, or what do you see for me? When will I get a job? When will I get a job? Yeah. Uh, we don't do, what sex will my baby be? Uh, we won't do, uh, here's another one we get all the time, I don't feel any need or love for the romance department with my marriage. Because we get it all the time. If we yeah. answered 10 phone calls, nine of them would be that and one. Most yeah. of them are from my wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get some questions here. We'll do one quick question before we get to, uh, we have to take a break. We'll come back. We'll give away Gabriel Iglesias tickets for his show coming to Target Center. And right now, though, Terry, question for Gary Spivey. You've been talking to a guy online for a few months and he won't send you a picture. Is that it? Yeah. It's been since uh, November, since Thanksgiving. And he just keeps saying, oh, yeah, I promise I'll send, I'll send it, I'll send it, and then he never does. And he seems like a really good guy. But you have no uh, idea what he looks like. I have no idea. And I'm a little scared. I mean, does it, do you care? I mean, you know, sometimes we care about, we want our, you know, uh, love interest to be moderately attractive. Mm-hmm. But well, you want to have an attraction. You, yeah. You know, yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be gorgeous, but yeah. I'd like to know, is he some kind of a freak that he won't send me a picture? What do you see, Gary? Well, I don't think he's a freak. I think he has a very cute uh, face, nice eyes, um, and just a a sweetheart uh, as a person. I think he's 40 pounds up. So that's what I I see. Okay. Well, I know he's he's 6'5 and 250, but that's all I know about him. He's over 250? He's 250. He's 250. And I will be honest with you, if he says he's 250, he's probably 270 or more. I mean, I'm not. I'm not making yeah, not that up. You don't blame him. Yeah, that we yeah. all exaggerate, maybe at least twenty pounds. Yep. But I see. For example, pounds. I'm one hundred and five. <laughs> forty pounds down, you'd like him. <laughs> so that's what I see. So he he really has to make it. You know. Okay, good luck. We'll be back with more Gary Spivey coming up next. Email to Ryan Show at kdwb.com. That's the Xfinity inbox. And uh, you can also call us at 651-989-KDWB. Let's get to the emails. And then we've got some people on the phone who've got some problems. Okay. We took, a, we took in a child because his mother was going through a rough patch. And it seems like the mother is good now. We're working towards reuniting the mother and child. And I want to know if reuniting them would be the best thing. I don't see anything wrong with the situation, but I've been way off on things before. Thank you. Gary, should she reunite this child with the messed up mom? Is the mom okay now? 
Uh, usually the answer would be no, but I get a vision of a page of yeses. So okay. that would okay. be, you know, a thousand yeses. And so it, sometimes people mess up and they straighten up. And uh, this is a case where I, as it, as the way I see it now, um, she's straightened up and, and for all practical purposes. And, and, and I don't see her hurting the child. I see her doing everything she can do to okay. be the best mom. So. That's what I think. Okay. Perfect. This is Casey. Casey had texted us earlier at 53921. I said, this is a good one. Casey, you're going to get married. When's your wedding date? Valentine's Day. Like like three weeks away? Yeah. Two weeks away? And your friends are saying, there's some red flags. What kind of red flags are they seeing with this guy? Um, he started being really controlling. And I'm starting a new business. And he wants me to close it down. And you're starting. You're starting. Away. I'm sorry. You're starting a new business. He wants you yeah. to close it down and then do what else? Um, move away from Minnesota for his his dreams. And you know, I'm all about making the other person happy all the time. And they think I do it too much, and they think I'm doing it again. And how old are just, you? I'm 36. Okay. And how old is he? 29. Has he ever had any measure of success in what he wants to pursue before or in his life? Yes. He's had very, he's had three successful businesses. And this one is um, projected to be very lucrative. Okay. Were they successful and he sold them or were they successful and he drove them into the ground? He's successful and he sold them. Okay. All right. So, Gary, I mean, is there anything else that's a red flag? Your friends are trying to talk you into not marrying this guy? Yeah. Okay. And you must be kind of thinking about it or you wouldn't be on the phone. I just, they're kind of right and they're kind of wrong just because, you know, it's why should either of us shouldn't have to give up our dreams for the other person? You know, mine's brand new and I think I'm you'll not, resent I'm him. Not, you yeah. might resent him down the and road. And your business yeah. is not something you can do where he needs to go. Um, my business can really kind of travel and that's his point. But it's based here, so I have to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gary, what do you see? Help her out. She's really not, she doesn't know. She's got red flags. Her friends are telling her, don't marry this guy. But you admit that you're super excited about your big wedding day, and that's kind of blinded you. You're, it's blinded you to logic, right? Um, a little, but I mean, I, I realize, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not 25. If I were 25, I would just give him the finger. Yeah. You know, okay. But, <laughs> well, I think there's your answer right there. It doesn't matter whether you're 35 or 40, deny, it doesn't matter. Okay, Gary, what do you see? Wow, this is a, a, a lot of stuff in a lot of different directions. Um, wow, I, you know, I, I don't know whether to hug you or beat you up on this one, and I think it's both. <laughs> uh, here's, here's what I see. Your, your friends are basic idiots. Okay. And I don't think they understand much about success okay. and, uh, or how to get there. Unless maybe you might have a trust fund baby or two in there that you know then has family money, but 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 I think that that they find do their best to pick through and sift through through things and find things wrong with your relationship. Uh, there's okay. a lot of things that are really right with your relationship. Everything's like, perfect. This is like a first road bump, and he's really great. Like he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I think he understands how to do business. I think he understands how to make money, and mm-hmm. I think he looks at your thing sometimes and realizes this probably doesn't make as much sense as what he can do, or make as much money as what he can do, and he just wants you guys to be successful. And uh, yeah. and so that's basically it. And he sees these negative influences from your friends, who you know kind of are idiots. Really, you sound like uh, my mom. So, just to wrap things up, you're saying that the friends are wrong, and that he, she should go ahead and marry him, smile, and look through the future, and you know, just kind of yeah. smile at her right. friends and nod. Yeah, you. Okay. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, he would be about a twelve. Oh wow! To to be with and to marry because he will always be there. He's solid as a rock, and he'll protect you. And so he's kind of protecting you from your friends who make no sense whatever whatsoever. And so, okay. uh, but and you're in love with him. That I am. Okay, we're going to move on to the next question. We've got uh, good luck. This is Melissa. Now Melissa had called earlier, and we weren't able to put her on. But then she wrote and said, "Here's my problem. I need to talk to Gary." Melissa, what's going on? You got Gary. He's all yours. What's up? Oh, thank you so much. Um, well, I'm calling because I have been charged with a crime, a felony, actually, that I have nothing to do with. And if I still get the charges to go through, which I'm fighting, 
I will, you know, lose my children. I'll lose my freedom. What's I'll the lose felony? Let me ask you a question. What's the felony you've been charged with? <laughs> there was an embezzlement with the old company that I was in, and I was a part of the company. So they think that I was somewhat involved. I had no idea of this. And so I'm trying to fight that. This was, it happened years ago, actually. And now I'm just finding out and have all these charges brought against me. So they brought charges against you because they figure you must know something. Therefore, you're guilty of some sort of conspiracy. Were you in charge of, like, the money with the company or something? They're saying that I was in knowledge of it, so therefore I'm responsible as the people doing it. Okay. And you say you weren't. No, I had no knowledge of it. No knowledge. Okay, so so if you are found guilty, then you could go to prison, you could lose your kids, lose everything. Facing three years of prison time, $10,000 fine, I lose my license. Can't you Um, plead it out? Can't you say, you know what, I mean, they usually give you some sort of a plea bargain, so you don't have to I've tried that, and the DA will not accept my plea. (laughs) Okay, Gary, what do you see? What's going to happen? I feel like that they're pushing her to the last moment uh, to see if she can roll over and and tell what she knows. They want you to tell something. That's, okay. That's, that's really what it amounts to. I don't know if they've approached you and kind of told you, what do you know? Did they ask you, what what do you know? Yeah, they've asked me for statements, and honestly, I, I had no idea, none whatsoever, that anything was going on. So that's exactly what I told them. I had no clue. Well, I was I the receptionist that, at a company where the person behind running the office was embezzling the money is what's happening. Well, they're holding your feet to the fire to the last moment. Uh, just, you know, and if you don't know anything, you don't know anything. And so, uh, but that's what this is all about. And so if, you're, uh, if you have your attorney, do you have two attorneys? Mm-hmm. You do, right? Yes, do you yes, have two attorneys? She said, yeah. Yes, you okay. Okay. Listen to both of those attorneys and make sure they pay real close attention. You'll have a, you will have a chance to make a deal, I believe, with this DA right at the last moment. And they're, they're holding your feet to the fire to see what you really know. Last question, because we had to wrap up. Is she going to jail or not? Not. Can I get to some phone calls? I've been waiting a oh, super long gosh. time. Yes, of course. There's a guy that's been waiting on hold yes, since day one, um, and that is Steve. Steve? Thanks for waiting so long. Can you tell? Here's Gary Spivey for you on KWB. Go ahead. Wait, hold on. Let me get Gary up. Hold on one second. Okay, Steve, you're good to go. Right, go ahead. Hey, this is a little different than what I screamed, but it's still scandal. My mom is seeing a doctor, and I'm wondering if she has him in her pocket. I don't know if he's if he's writing her prescriptions for three or four different antidepressants and two or three different um, pain pills. Uh, is he trying to get her better, or is she? Not wanting to get better, does she? I mean, I'm just kind of wondering: is this doctor good for her? Should she be seeing a different doctor completely? What do you What do you think, Gary? Well, here's what I'm seeing: your mom is is uh, no offense, a great hustler and a wonderful actress, and so I see her uh, pretending to be really sick, and she she knows all the right things to say. She's hustling the doctor and saying she's got this and that, and she's in pain, and you know. So yeah. so really, the doctor in this case, I think the doctor just believes what she's saying, but she's she's uh, really just making up the symptoms and uh, because, you know to satisfy her pill addiction okay uh deb is next deb your grandparents something going on what's what up with grandma and grandpa um well my grandma's 92 your grandma's 92 yep okay and my grand well it's not my grandpa but um he's i think 87 88 and they're just going to get a divorce after like 50 years of marriage why are they getting a divorce after 50 years of marriage um well, we kind of have the understanding that he's sick and tired of doing, like, paperwork and shopping, getting her meds and stuff. Taking care. He's tired of taking care of her, and he wants to live while he still has some time. Right. Okay. Is that the answer, or do you want to ask yeah, Gary? I what? Yeah, I want to ask Gary. That, okay. I mean... Okay, Gary, what do you see? What's the real reason that Grandpa wants a divorce? I, I believe that, you know, maybe she's a little bit gaga in her head, and he's a little bit crazy, too. And so they've just changed to the point to where, you know, he's it's hard to be a caregiver sometimes when you're 87 years old. And um, and I think that, you know, you have to come up with a better living situation and uh, the the divorce may not be the 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 right way to go. But I think that your grandma needs more care and more help than what he can do. 
And so somebody has to help them make decisions. Uh, when, when your parents get old, at some point uh, they are, or grandparents, you, you have to be their parent. And so somebody needs to move in that's younger and be their parent, and, and then you can work it out. But that's what you need to do. She can't really live on her own, and he's not able to take care of her. So You know what? My mom and dad ran into that, too, because my mom had Alzheimer's, and my dad was exhausted, Yeah. And but he felt so guilty, and it was ruining his life to take care of her and chase her around all the time. We finally said, Dad, put her in a home. And he felt really bad about it, but we made him get get over it. you got to have a life. You don't have that much longer to go. And so once he did, he was so happy. He was so much happier. And I'm sure right. he felt guilty about it, but he still was much happier. Uh, let's talk to Carrie, because Carrie, now, are you engaged, Carrie? No. You're not engaged, but you have an idea that your boyfriend wants out. Well, Why? We've been moving in together. We've been together for a long time. How long is a long time? Uh, seven years. You've been together seven years. You're not married, and now you're thinking about moving in together, but he kind of has second thoughts. Well, I'm not sure if he is or not. I mean, he was, like, trying to pick a fight last night, you know, and saying that, you know, he's not moving in because he's mad at me, and um, I just don't know what's going on. It's, if he wants to move in or if he was just trying to appease me. But, I mean, okay. we already have the place. We put a deposit down. Would you marry this guy tomorrow if he asked you? Yes. Why hasn't he asked you? I don't know. All right. Let's find out what's going on here, Gary. What's up? Well, um, he's one of these guys that really does hang on to being single, even though he really loves being in the relationship. And so uh, he it's scary for him uh, to to really move in with you. Uh, and it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with his head. However, once he does move in with you, believe it or not, I see it working. And so uh, I believe that you you guys will move in together. I think you'll take advantage of the place you already have. I think that last night was a bump in the road. And uh, I believe it gets better and better and better. Uh, he is madly in love with you. And so that's a big deal. And you're in love with him. So I really see this working out. Uh, it'll just take a minute to kind of get used to things. You're, you're a wonderful person. You spoil him all the time, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, he's used to that. And he loves that. And I see him spoiling you back. Uh, he's just, it was a bump in the road. I don't really see it as a big deal. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You can call Gary anytime. 1-800-827-GARY. And Gary will call you back like later that day or later that week, depending on the schedule, and set up a reading with you and answer all your questions. And you can ask Gary anything. Gary's like your um, OBGYN. Really? Gary's seen everything. He's seen everything. You don't have to be embarrassed when you go in to talk to Gary. You can talk to Gary about anything, about uh, demons or sexual demons or any kind of relationship or embarrassing habits or addictions or secrets you have. Gary, I don't think you've been shocked by a question in the last 20 years. Am I right? It's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rare that I'm shocked about, by anything. And Gary never goes, oh, my God, are you serious? You're a freak. You've never, you've never <laughs> said well, that Well, he might before. do that in his head, right, Gary? No, not really. No, I, I okay. kind of understand why people do things. People do things against themselves really because of demons and dark energies or denial or drama or doubt or drugs or something. And I can usually find the problem, tell them how to get rid of that or get rid of the demon, and they straighten up so that I'm able to straighten them up so I don't really think too much about their problems. Anything you can tell Gary, Gary's going to say, I've heard worse. Uh-huh. Just just know that. Okay. So a yes. woman who texted in, she says, um, the other day after work, I got in my locked car. My seat was all the way back. I know I didn't drive to work that way because I couldn't have reached the pedals. I'm super short. There have been other instances where my rear view mirror is pushed all the way to the side. It's especially strange because I lock my car every day. Is somebody getting in my car while I'm work? Am I going crazy? Is the car haunted? What do you see, Gary? That this is kind of a creeper thing. There's really somebody getting in her car that's sort of watching her and stalking a little bit. How's he getting in? I think he's just got a, a way to get in. I don't know if he, it looks like he knows how to do it, you know. And maybe, maybe he has a little shimmy and he knows how to get in a car, but it looks like a person that works around the parking lot. But uh, I see, you know... It's a very eerie feeling, and I, and I see this person sort of sniffing the scent in the car, and oh. and very, you know, very, uh, very eerie. Is he so dangerous or just creepy? Just a weirdo, you know. Just feels really weird. There's probably some. I, I bet if you look at the, some of the the cameras around the parking lot, usually most parking lots these days have cameras. Yeah. So it's a little weird, though. This is a weird one. 
I would say. What have you got uh, for emails? This is a short one. My husband is leaving me after 21 years of marriage, and I'm heartbroken. Is there any chance he will have a change of heart and we can work things out? That would be hard. You're with someone 21 years, and all of a sudden they leave? Can they work it out, Gary? Is it just a phase or temporary? Is he gone? I think he felt ignored. And, Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when people feel ignored, they leave and they don't come back. So um, it feels like right now, no plans to come back. I'm going to read this because it's ridiculous. Okay. (laughs) I like it already. (laughs) Let's go. I have been wanting to call for a while. I found out a couple of months ago that my husband of a year and a half has been talking to a girl that he used to hook up with so many years ago before we got together. He was doing this for the whole first year of our marriage. Wow. She found me and messaged me on Facebook after they had planned to meet up and told me everything. And then I confronted him about it. He said that it was completely innocent and that he was depressed and felt too ashamed to talk to me about it. So he was talking to her for attention and to feel better about himself. She also confirmed this to me. However, they had hung out once before months ago. And after they started talking and I was at work, she said she went, put on lingerie. She came out for him. And when she came back out she's, and he saw her, he said, I'll be right back. And he left. He said he left because that was never his intention. However, she told me that he was telling her throughout that year that they were talking that he wanted to hook up with her. Whoa. And also, he never told her that he was married and had a brand new baby. Whoa. So, that is why she thought he came over to see her. So, even after all of that happened and he realized what her intention was, he still continued to talk to her. Anyway, long story longer, she doesn't know if she believes him. She feels like something else did happen. They're lying to her. And she doesn't know what to believe. She wants to believe him, but she feels that there was more that was happening. What happened? Well, that's pretty close to the truth of what he said, believe it or not, because here's he had this big fantasy in his head. He looked at this, you know, sometimes people do, you know, the little, you know, chatting online thing. And, and it, it goes from almost a porn addiction to a reality addiction. And this is what I see this being. And so he had this crazy fantasy in his head. And these crazy fantasies, when you get into a situation of reality, uh, the, fan- the, the reality is never as good as the fantasy. And so that's just really what, what this is. And so when it got to the situation where it was a reality, he really freaked out and realized, what, where am I? I just don't know how I would feel about that. Like if I was married and that was going on the first year of my marriage. I'm like, really? You're so- our first year of I mean, seriously. And then on top of that, like, he's still talking to her, obviously. Even if he didn't physically do something, it's so it's not right. There's a lot of couples that should not be together. Gary, I'm going to keep moving because we got a lot of stuff to do here. I know you could talk more about it. But this one, she needs help because I'm recently married. I got a newborn baby. My husband's ex-wife is going after him aggressively for spousal support. And in the process, she's accused him of going to her house and assaulting her, him several times uh, several months ago while I was pregnant. Now, I don't believe it, but he recently confessed that he's not exactly here in the country legally. So now she's going, I don't know whether to believe things you tell me or not. So she wants to know, is her husband really who she thinks he is? And did he really go to his ex-wife's house and assault her recently and then lie about it? Well, uh, they have a relationship where they, they would hit each other. That's true. Okay. So, and I think he might have gotten to a scuffle with her. I think that's true. Uh, it feels like it to me. And, and then um, is he who she thinks he is? He, yeah, he actually is a good guy that's had horrible situations and pretty lousy people in his life. And so it's not right to beat up on each other, but I think she hits him all the time or used to punch him a lot. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. And he he's really uh, a total different person. Uh, I don't think she should throw him back or think he's a bad guy. But I, I think that he needs to, you know, he's he's hung with this old ex that's really a, a bit psycho. Okay. This is a kind of a creepy one. Jessica, what's going on? Somebody's sending weird letters and messages. What's up, Jessica? Yeah, um, well, my boyfriend, well, first his mom got kind of an anonymous letter saying, do you know what kind of person your son is? And just these horrible, nasty accusations that are not true whatsoever. And just kind of, you know, and then he, then a week later, he, my boyfriend got a letter in the mail. And again, just these horrible, horrible accusations about the kind of person he is and the things he does. and Because we're curious and because this is the price yeah. you pay for being on KWB with Gary Spivey, what kind of accusations? Um, I mean, not eating right or holding up at liquor store or what? No, 
um, um, sexual assault. You're talking about sexual assault. No, well, yeah, like you, MS, you are a child molest like okay okay that's what i thought so you're they're yeah. accusing your boyfriend of being like a child molester predator yeah, sexual offender blah 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 uh, so, yeah so you don't believe the letters you just wondered why is somebody sending them well yeah and they have personal family things about you know alcoholism and stuff like that and so it's got to be somebody we know but i don't know if it's male or female or someone we've invited into our home or okay and why i we don't know all right gary knows gary's gonna tell you it feels like a relative, like a cousin, or, or somebody that would... You thought it's a cousin? Well, it's just, a, it's got to be, we don't know who, but just because of what they know, it's got to be someone that is in the family. Right. Well, I think it's a cousin, and this particular cousin's been in trouble. I think they were on meth for a while, so if you if you dig around and find the meth addict cousin, uh, I believe you'll find this person that's sort of fixated on uh, on um, him and and coming up with all these crazy things. But it fall, it's a sociopath psychopath kind of energy. So this person's huh. really really crazy, and so I don't see him doing anything dangerous. I don't think, but the, but who knows what they may say or accusations. Uh, it, it's a, a crazy person in the family that's a, a meth addict. There you go. Okay, then you probably know who that is. Fallon, you got a last email to wrap things up with. Mm. If not, that's okay, because we're running short on time. Gary's going to be here at the PJ party. When he comes into town, schedule an appointment to meet with Gary Spivey, because Gary will do his thing with yeah. you, either in person or on the phone. He can do it like later today if you call him. I don't know if he's got any openings later today. you got to check. But call him at 800-827-GARY. And if I want to talk to you for a half an hour, can you do that, Gary? Yeah, I can talk for a half hour. Sure. Can you do an hour if I really got a lot of stuff I got going on? Uh, absolutely. Can we go to lunch? Can no, we go to lunch? Dave, he doesn't well, want to have lunch with you. No, not me, but if I'm a listener, oh. I'm going to take it to Ruby Tuesday, Will you? and I buy. Can we do that? Well, I, I do eat lunch with everybody. I, I do uh, a seminar on the 15th. Actually, okay. With sweets. That's on Sunday. To, yeah, from 10 to 5, and you hang out with me all day long, and we do go to lunch. And okay, so, cool. But, yeah, I teach you how to get rid of your own demons and dark energies and all that, you know. Call Gary for tickets to that. And if you're busy right now, you know, do it now. But if you can't remember, then Gary will be on a couple more times between now and the 15th. And he'll be at the Valentine PJ party. So we will see you there. And when Gary comes to the PJ party, let me tell you, it gets real sexy. Real Gary sexy. Gary shows up in something very scandalous. Mm-hmm. Gary, we love you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. See you soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Sorry if you couldn't get through to Gary. We got a lot of calls. Every time we get Gary on, we get way more calls and emails than oh, we can yeah. get to. And we, we let me tell you, we read as many as we can, but they come in really, really fast. They come in so fast. Even when I'm reading one, the new one will come in and pop me out of that one. I hear you. Let's bring in the world's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. Hi, Gary. Hey, good morning. Hey, man. 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-GARY. You sound like you're on the move. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm actually uh, in Florida. Oh, okay. Just yeah. wasn't sure. I thought I, I thought I heard something in the background, and I was like, "Oh, Gary's traveling," which we <laughs> no, which yet. we all know that. Yeah, no, not until like March. You stay <laughs> right. right where you are. You stay right there in Florida until March. <laughs> then yeah. then you run around a little bit. Then you avoid Florida at all costs in late August and September. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, then come back, and then like in in October, then you go back to Florida and you stay right there. Yeah, I'm like a goose. Yeah. It's like that. Until, yeah, you, until fly, you come here. Fly south. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on you about that. I would love to be there. All right. That'd be great. 1-800-827-GARY. 1-800-827-G-A-R-Y. We'll start with Mike. Hey, Mike, um, what kind of business are you doing? Hey, it's uh, MLM business. Yeah, me and uh, my mom started uh, a long time ago when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, I didn't understand it, but uh, she passed away when he was trying to do it. So now that I'm a little older, I'm, you know, kind of pick up the ball again. I found something else, another kind of uh, MLM business that, that yeah, I just want to know if it's uh, going to take off for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just want to know if it's going to be successful for me, if, if so, when. Yeah, have you had any obstacles of this my Yeah, did you do two of these before? Have you had two of these you were into no. before? You've never done anything no, I did, like that? No, I did one. No. Okay. 
Okay. Well, anyway, I see it, somehow I'm, I'm getting a vision of two of them around you, and the third one's a charm. So it, it feels like that this actually could work for you because you're in a situation where I see you meeting a lot of people. And uh, so that's the key. It's just people. Dude, it's you know people. You know it's all timing with that. You know yeah. it's all timing. Mm-hmm. It's timing in an endless drive. If you've got just that, that you're not afraid to talk to anybody, there's plenty of people to make money on that MLM thing. But mm-hmm. You've just got to. You but just it's just got to keep people going, man. It's getting people in underneath you. Woo. That's where you get your cash. Man, that's tough. What kind of pills or creams yeah. are you uh, are you selling right now? Uh, into the health thing. Uh, yeah. It, it's, um, well, I, I hate to, the old cliche like anti-aging, but it's the, the most important supplement your body could take. Yeah, see, he's got the wrap down. Uh, see, yeah. we open the door, we open the door that little bit, and then boom, he's right in there. Good I'm gonna, job, there Mike. Ginkgo biloba, that's what I'm going to get into, man. That stuff's like white gold. I don't know. <laughs> Gary, Gary says keep moving then. All right, good luck, buddy. Yeah, feels good. Buddy. I don't know what that means. All right, we'll see you. Uh, no one does. John, why, now you say things have been really bad for the last three years. Bad, bad in what way? Um, just for uh, starting over again, all that, uh, that stuff just repetitive. I don't know. This year I've claimed and um, ready for good things to happen. Yeah, but wait, Gary, do you see what he's talking about? Like, like what kind of thing? What kind of things has there been? Well, well it's like bad. You know, you you had a, a bunch, some bad habits, right? All right. Um, just went to my my uh, final divorce, which uh, pretty much stole two years of my life. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that. Uh, well, you're I asking. You're asking. Will it get? Here's here's what's going on. Um, you you're naturally very spiritual, and and so what I see is. You, you have to turn loose of, of your anger. You have a lot of anger. And so you've got the anger mojo on you, and I can get rid of that. You know, I just got rid of it on Davey. Interesting. <laughs> so, huh. well, well, you know, while I was on hold. Are you, sneaking, I, are you sneaking questions in, Davey? Yeah, he's doing other stuff. Right. <laughs> and so there we go. Now, uh, I got rid of the anger mojo. You'll find now things will come to you easy. These days, if you're angry, you have to be really careful because you'll actually mojo everything, and your, your luck will be incredibly lousy. And so don't be angry. That's interesting so, you brought that about Davey because just yesterday he was saying how he was in such a dark place and he was he was mad because yeah. people didn't care about his surgery and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't think anybody cares about anything. And so but but you, you can get totally captured by the anger and uh, it's actually a, a mojo that you project to yourself. So uh, just sit, meditate for a little while, forgive everybody, including yourself for everything, and uh, and move on. But don't be angry. These days if you're angry you will mojo okay. yourself really into a black hole it really right, really so is it's like a dark place okay there's fix for that okay good luck right, buddy. i don't i don't know if he fully got it but do hey uh john just so you know we've talked about this a lot of times before too gary will tell you like reverse the the spiral on you um yep. have your uh have your right ear have your your right hand by your right ear and go around the back of your head and get right. that going the right way yeah, what? clockwise spiral. If you're looking down at the top of your head from the sky, it makes a big difference, and that's uh, that'll bring in all the light. You sneaking so in? You, you sneaking in questions? Oh no, I was just know? pointing out a fact. Because <laughs> no, Gary and I chatted off there no, just for Gary, a quick sec. Gary ratted you out a minute ago. Yeah, you're sneaking in a question. Sneaking yeah. in questions. Listeners were... first there. Oh, I was just thanking him because he actually, when we talked to him before my surgery, he said the MRI didn't show all the damage. Yeah, that there was more. And there was going to be a little bit more in there. And the doctor was going to find that out once they got in there and, and discovered. And yeah, that's exactly what and, happened. And he fixed your dark spiral. Yes, he did. That's right. You feeling better now? I Oh, much better. Good. How's much your uh, wahina? Uh, it's, it's, it feels better. It's the positive vibes, man. Uh, hey, Cassie. Hi. Uh, you lost your dad uh, oh, a little over a year ago, huh? Yes, December 2013. And and for the and before that, for like the last six months, he couldn't he couldn't communicate, right? Right. Prior to him passing, six months he couldn't communicate, and I had the opportunity to be with him mostly every day. Um, but it it was very difficult to understand what he was trying to say to me. And that's been but that's been bugging you, huh? Yes, definitely. He was he was trying to say lots of things back then, but it seems like he was on medications, you know, and and he felt a little out of it. Uh, but I when I look at him now, I can see him very clearly in heaven. His lungs are good, his throat is good, his head is. He's talking about how he's brand new, you see, and he says he breathes easy. He and he tells me to tell you the biggest thing he would tell you is thank you. He says thank you for holding my hand, thank you for being there, and he said when he would open his eyes. 
uh, he said sometimes he would he, he would have a little slither in his eyes and he would open them and he would see you, you know. And so, but he he says uh, he he loves you. He's good. Uh, he said he rides with you sometimes in the back, maybe the back of a car or something he's talking about. And uh, a lot of times they'll say that. But he's with you all the time. He's very close into you. Now he just grabbed your hand and hugged your neck. The back of your neck got warm. Feel that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He loves you a lot. He's good. Great. Thank you. Um, wh- okay. Is that what you were looking for? Yes. I just wanted to know, okay. you know, was there something he was trying to tell me during that time? Um, prior to him passing, you know, while he was there laying yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, he, um, was, he was telling, he was, he had something in his head. He said he couldn't get it out of his head about taking care of his business. He was always worried about taking care of business, taking care of things, you see. And so, uh, and so he was, he was telling you to take care of things, but he was, he was a little out of it, but that's what he, that's what he had mostly in his head when he kept on trying to tell you stuff. Okay. 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 All right. Thank Good. you. Yeah, I just didn't that feel like there was something like there was something yeah, more I couldn't yeah, tell yeah, whether she was hung up yeah. or yeah or yeah th- she was like really freaked out that he had something so important to tell her but it was it was just like you know pay the pay the electric bill <laughs> that kind yeah, of thing it was just yeah. stuff um, Davy are we can we not have any more here or, or what's what's it oh okay um, yeah Lydia we've got time to to work you in here really quick um, thank you you just wanted to check up on your dad yeah he um, passed away about five and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, unexpectedly we didn't know he was sick and the last time i had spoken with him was about a week before so i didn't get to say goodbye and see him or anything he he's kind of a funny guy but sort of dapper and, and so yeah. and dry wit humor he said goodbye <laughs> so he and so there you go okay now he's making jokes and so uh, he lets me uh, know that he's really good in his heaven. He says they're spoil him, spoiling him up there. I guess he's with his mother or an older lady that's cooking all the time. He shows me, and um, yeah. and so, but he's very, very happy in his heaven. Uh, and he shows me he's riding around in little cars. I don't know if that's a golf cart or what he's in, but he's in cars. He shows me all these cars, you know. And so, uh, his heaven is just a big fun place. So he's oh, good. good. Yeah, he has good. no issues at all. His feet feel good. He says. He says his feet. His feet are good, whatever that means. Okay. Uh, he, yeah, he, he, we're Native American, and he went on a walk, and that's where he passed. Wow. Was when he was on the walk. So. Mm-hmm. God, do you think like? Do you think like maybe he knew? Um, we, some of us believe that yes, he probably did know um, that it was his time uh, because. We ended up all in different areas, uh, so none of us—my sisters, myself, my brother, uh, my even my stepmother—none uh, of us were around him. That's wild. When he passed, wild. So, he said he knew. He said he kind of had an inkling about a, maybe six weeks or a couple of months before. You see, he had had a few spells, but he said he's happy. He said he's really good. He said nothing hurts. <laughs> he's laughing. I'm good. I'm he's glad. Good. He's good. good, honey. He loves you, he says. Tell everybody I'm okay. He says, Okay, I will. Yeah, he said, watch out for your family. So he wants you to be, you know, to help people, help your family is what he's saying. So whatever that means. Yeah. We, okay. Well, we've had some problems in the family since. Okay. So. Yeah, he says, help them out. Help Hold them it out. together. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Lydia. Good luck. Have a good day. All right. We'll Thanks. see you. Yeah, you Bye-bye. too. Thank you. 1-800-827-GARY, 1-800-827-GARY, and of course on the website at GarySpivey.com. World's greatest psychic, Gary Spivey. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Great, guys. See you then. All right, buddy. We'll see you.